With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Thanks for listening to the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weeknight, 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. Eastern, 7 to 11 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every night on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Hello, welcome inside. Hour three, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. Well, one game going on in the NBA right now, and it's a big one because the Knicks can crawl within a game of second place in the Eastern Conference if yep. this score holds with nine and a half to go in the fourth quarter. Portland leads Milwaukee 101 to 92 in Damian Lillard's return to Portland. Now, obviously, look, the Knicks and their ascent is a really big deal and maybe the biggest story the NBA's had in maybe 10 or 15 years. It's a really big deal. However, Keep it up. I'm going to lead pipe you going back to the <laughs> Galuli references from earlier. Whoa, whoa. What are we talking about? Come on, man. Come on. Take that. You get mad at me when I say I'm going to key your car. You're going to hit me and then you're going to actually do bodily damage to me. Well, I, look, physical damage versus psychological. I mean, physical, you'll get past a lot easier. Okay. All right. Well, as someone who's had neck problems now for like two and a half weeks, I don't know about that. I'm, well, I'm ready. Wife, look, that's your wife's fault. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm sure Benny tough. the dog had a had a hand in it. I mean, it's all. <laughs> maybe maybe Zoe Galuli in the middle of the night. Oh, yeah. Something you didn't let her go do. No. No. <laughs> no. No. It was changing, allowing my wife to try my new pillow, and now suddenly my neck problems have been kept. But I did have a really good uh, uh, session therapy session today, and I feel and the, the therapist said, "Listen, you're on your way back. It's just going to be a few more days. You want to heal faster." And one thing I've noticed is getting older, and, and I, I hate this, is that I always used to be a quick healer. 
right? Like I always, I mean, not just because you're younger, but my body, I always was a quick, I got over colds fast. I got over everything pretty quick. And I'm used to like, okay, I'll have a bad day or two here. No, no, no. This has now been hanging around for two, two weeks. And I'm going, man. And my therapist just said, you know, you're over 50, you're 53 now. It's going to happen. It's going to, it's going to be a little while for you to heal. I'm like, I hate life. Blame it on your diet. Uh, no, my di- dude, my diet is fine, man. My diet is fine. Uh, listen, Did you try to throw a haymaker at the uh, at the therapist for reminding you of your age? And- no, we had to tell. We said, "Look, how old are you now?" And I said, "I'm 53." So it's going to take you a little longer to heal. Not not forever longer, but it's going to take you a little bit longer to heal. I know you want to heal fast, but it's going to take a little bit. And I'm like, "Okay, all right, all right." That's how it goes. Got to be. I got to accept it, right? Nothing I could do, right? I got to accept it. You work harder. Yeah. Double up those efforts, twenty four seven, like an, a professional athlete, Man, getting themselves t- right. I mean, just walking around like with my head down because I can't hold my head up, you know, for more than just a few minutes at a time without going, "Oh my God, it's really sore." I Dude, need. You're acting like you happen. went to war. Oh, it's it. What happened? I slept wrong. Hey, man, listen, I am sucking it up during the play. It's a Super Bowl now, and I'm sucking it up working every single night. When there, when there's times, look, there, there's a couple of times in the last week. I'll, I'll tell you guys this. There's a couple of times in the last week where when we go to when 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 we go to what's trending or we 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 finish a segment, I will go lay down on my bed for four minutes just to have the the pressure ease of of of, of what's on my neck. Well, I, I gotta go. I'll be right back. I'll go lie on a bed for four minutes. You saw when I came in on Friday, I was out laying on the chair in, in, in between, in between segments at times. Like that's like what it is. But now I feel a little bit better. So that's good. But there's times where I'm like, man, I just need four minutes to just have to not have to feel this pain in my neck. You know, just trying to hold my head up to have a conversation. For a decade, you've been a pain in mine. Mm. So there. Uh, there you go. Easy for you. Yeah, nice uh, and easy. Uh, laying it out. By the way, uh, it's also showing you mentioned the game off the top, the Doc Rivers uh, implosion begin <laughs> for everything not, about adrian griffin they were still winning it's not my fault it's now not, you go not, play a 14 win portland squad it's not my fault the- not my fault in, in an emotional return for damian lillard he's got 21 but the bucks trail by six now still a long way to go in this yeah, game yeah, still nine minutes left to go but the bucks trail by six they have trailed the entire game uh to the blazers who are 14 and 33 all right now this is this this gets a little bit into where I want to go with this conversation because before the game tonight Damian Lillard talked about his future right first game back in Portland after playing his entire career there and he said that he sees himself finishing his career in Portland I did a big press conference before the game and said, listen, I've never been in the visitor's locker room until today. I didn't know where to go. But when he was asked about where he could finish his career as a door open for a potential return, he said, yes, I've always felt like that's how my career would end. I'm in a space of right now. This is where I am. I'm in Milwaukee. But definitely when I was traded, I see a day where I'll be in a trailblazer uniform again before I'm done. Now, he still says he hasn't talked to the team's GM since he left, so this is not something that's going to happen tomorrow. But I want to throw this out there because this is something that we haven't gotten into. The Blazers trade him away. He was mad at the franchise. He was looking for a place to play, and he landed in a great spot in Milwaukee, or so we thought. Midway into the first season, you know, it hasn't been – 
unbelievably smooth sailing, but the team had the second best record in the NBA. I mean, soon to be third because, you know, the Knicks are just going to surpass them. Uh, but they've been playing well enough. But here they are now. They had to fire their head coach, their second head coach in the last six months, and bring in Doc Rivers. How long do you really think, knowing that Damian Lillard every year would want to leave but would stay, and he loves Portland, I want to leave but I want to stay. I want to leave. He was able to have a, a birthday party for his, for, his, for his twins earlier today because they came back here. How long do you think Damian Lillard has in Milwaukee before he says, yeah, not working out, and we got we got to figure something else out, whether it's, it's trade me back to Portland or I'm in a different destination. Because Milwaukee wasn't his preferred destination. Remember, he wanted to go to Miami, right? Miami, Miami right. that's where I want to go, Miami, Miami, Miami. Now, going to Milwaukee in an NBA standpoint is a great play because you're going to play with Giannis. And when this trade happened, I said, man, these guys mesh, forget it. It's going to be a boring season because Milwaukee's just going to turn it on and, and they're going to win the title. Because when Giannis can't make shots at the end of games, they're going to give it to Dame, who's going to hit logo shots and big jumpers and big threes, and there should be daggers every single time. But if this doesn't work, how long is Lillard really married into Milwaukee for before he says, hey, you know, it's not working, I want out? Or before Milwaukee decides we got to make a change, bringing Lillard in didn't do what we expected it to do, and and we need to move on. Just because you're you're seeing that Lillard was traded to a place that wasn't his preferred destination, and already he's talking about, hey, when my my career finishes, I want to do it back here in Portland, and that's what I want to do. It's not like Lillard's 26 and he's saying, hey, you know, a decade. I mean, he's 33. How many more years does he have left in his career, honestly, before he wants to come back here? So uh, you know, how long will how long does Mil Milwaukee really have to make it work with Lillard and Giannis before some big change happens. If Doc Rivers, if Doc Rivers can't get it done, is it going to be another head coach? You're going to bring in the fourth head coach to say, hey, all right, so the last three guys really have a – so now we need to – but the, it's really we're not getting the head coach. At some point, you got to look at the roster and go, eh, maybe this isn't the guys that we have here. Maybe this isn't here. And it's not that Lillard's playing poorly. He's play, play, playing pretty well, right? He's 25-7-5 and five so far this year. But still, it's about for Milwaukee winning a championship championship and Damian Lillard being happy because he's a guy more than anybody you know wants to be happy choosing to come back to Portland because he likes Portland he has loved Portland he wants to be happy chasing a ring is not something he does lightly it's been five years of hey Lillard you want to get traded hey Lillard you want to get traded you want to get traded now finally he says okay I'm doing it and if he's in the middle of some dysfunction and the blaze and and, and the and the Bucks can't win I mean how long do the do the Bucks have with this Giannis Lillard combo before a big change is made or Lillard wants out. I don't think they have. I don't think they have ex- ex- three years. I mean, maybe it's this year and one more. Because if Lillard doesn't win this year, doesn't win next, what's he going to do? Now he's going to be thirty-five, and what's he looking at the rest of his career to be? I, I don't well, think they have as much time as you think they do. But extend that. What about the other side of that, Coach Killer Giannis? What's to say he doesn't decide he wants to go see if the grass is green or somewhere else and starts walking the earth like Buddy the Elf? We've well, gone from you've gone from buddy from Kang to Buddy the Elf. That's it. I said that's what you've done in the last ten years. You've gone from with Kang to Buddy the Elf. That's where you're going. No, it's it. Well, we need to add a new guy that's uh, on a journey of self uh, exploration and and learning about the world. Uh, so for Giannis, right, the seeds of a malcontentedness are there by evidenced by the the coaching cycle that rolls through. And if Doc Rivers is the next guy, uh, next hammer to fall. At some point, does Giannis decide he he wants somewhere else that he wants to to see what else is out there? And for Lillard, 
you know, part of it was, hey, get me a winner. Let's build a winner. And it never, they couldn't get over. And for Milwaukee, you've had the team there. And the honest has already won his title. So you've got two guys, you know, kind of at that crossroads uh, of what the second halves or I guess final thirds of their career, whatever you want to do in terms of that math. Because Lillard's been around longer than most people realize. Right? I mean, his first year in the league is 2012. So it's, yeah. it's not like he's brand new. And Giannis is only a year younger. Right? A year year younger in the league uh, in terms of, you know, his, his service time. So you're looking at the back end and trying to maximize whatever that is, whether it's Lillard and happiness or Giannis trying to make sure everybody tells, you know, knows how great he is. Cause that's certainly part of the equation of getting coaches uh, canned and moving on from this. So for Milwaukee, interesting four months coming ahead. I'm, I, I would say judging by Damian Lillard, judging by how fast things move in the NBA now, that the Bucks have until they'll have one more year to win with Lillard. And when I mean win, I mean get to the finals, achieve. Sure. Like not get knocked out in the first round. No, it, it, you know, achieve. Get to the finals, win a title. They have this year and next year to get that done. And if not, then you're going to see a change. And maybe that's Lillard. Maybe it's Giannis deciding to leave. But this is really a this year and next year thing for the Bucks. You talk about the Bucks. Hey, the Bucks are built for years yet. No, not so much. I mean, if they can't do it here, eventually Giannis is going to think, okay, I've done all I can in Milwaukee. Or Damian Lillard's going to say, hey, man, I tried it. It didn't work. I want to go back to Portland, or I want to get some. I want to get to Miami finally. I, I really, I think, I think it's this year and next year. You're talking about this era of the Bucks before there's incredibly large change with one of these or both of these guys. Well, yeah, I mean, and look at their roster. It's not a young roster, right? You got a lot of veterans uh, rolling around up in there. So, as we know, you can fall off the cliff pretty fast in terms of your aptitude and ability to roll through, not to mention injuries start uh, popping up and, and all of that flows. And and we've talked about it a bunch going the, the contrast between, all right, everything at least surface wise looked okay. Cause the bucks still were going out and winning and here in Los Angeles and everything that's gone on with Darvin ham and the, the malcontentedness you've got there with the, the Lakers roster, right. And more and more evidence of side eye walking away and all those other things from the stars and it's shown in every way, shape, and form on the court. For the Bucks, it hasn't always been pretty, but they were able to will themselves to victories versus being a middling 500 team like the Lakers. So, you know, you can mask some of it. Uh, and for the, the Bucks, I, I think there's more of that. But eventually, if it's really that bad behind the scenes, change is required. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon, live from the Tyrac.com studios. So you think years and years and years, now it's kind of this year and next, and that's it for the Bucks. I mean, and the Knicks may knock every, the Knicks may retire everybody. They may, they may retire Joel Embiid from the Sixers and Giannis and all the, the Knicks may retire everybody when it's all said and done. Oh, now you're it. bringing back your Michigan take. Just think about that. it. Retiring everybody. Uh, 877-99 on Fox. Hey, if you miss any of the show, our best of podcast goes up right after the show is over on iTunes. You can use the iHeartRadio app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, you get the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Download, rate, subscribe. We'll love you forever and ever and ever. Wherever you get your podcast, it's there. iTunes, iHeartRadio app, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. We love bringing you this content we do every single night. Well, coming up next... 
Uh, you think that we could go a few days without finding out one NFL team is an absolute tire fire, but no, no. A big expose out today tells us otherwise. That's next right here. Jason and Mike, Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Polly Fusco here with Tony Fusco. Yo. You know, as the host of the number one rated Polly and Tony Fusco show, we get tons and tons of fan mail every day. Piles of it. In fact, Tony, why don't you open up one of those letters right now and read what's inside? Yeah, listen to this. Dear Polly and Tony, your sports takes are the dumbest and most oh, terrible. Oh, wait, not that wait, one. Wait, why? Open this other one. Dear Polly and Tony, you suck more than anyone. No, not that wait, one. Wait. Try this one. Dear Polly and Tony, you guys are the absolute best. There you go. At Coming up with the stupidest takes you know what, possible. Just you know what? Forget what? Forget this. Just listen to the Paulie and Tony Fusco show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico, now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, The Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Hobo. Live from the TireRack.com studios. Three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Trailblazers holding on to a four-point lead over the Bucks, 113-109. to Damian Lillard, 23-5-5 and so far in his return to Portland. We'll keep you updated on this game because if the Bucks lose, Knicks are now a game out of second in the East. Look out! Look out! Here come the Knicks! But you would think that as we get into the Super Bowl and talk about the Super Bowl and previewing that in a, in a week... Uh, we're done with the embarrassing Jets headlines for the offseason. No, 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 no. Oh, no, 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 no. Because today, oh, did we get a gift of the Jets and the dumpster fire that this last season was, even with Aaron Rodgers hanging around the team. You would think, Mike, I could get a little bit, but no, 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 no. Hey, everything's fine. It's the off season. We're building through the draft. We're going to go free. No, 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 no. no. We got we get an expose from the athletic about the dysfunction the Jets had around them for the past few months. Yeah, the only thing that um, some of the specificity gets it right fills in the blanks of stuff that you kind of expected was there. You just needed to add 
what was it, 30 sources? Like 30 herbs and spices to really make it <laughs> make it pop. Bam! There you go. Um, but you're looking at a scenario whereby we got two weeks until the Super Bowl, which means you've got a lot of dead time, a lot of time for any story you've been holding back on to let loose. And, you know, you're, you're empty, emptying everything. At this point, because then you're going on vacation, right? After the Super Bowl, you'll file whatever video, whatever article you need to do uh, from the game or get back after your travel, and that's it. You disappear for a week or two before you come back at revitalized and ready for draft talk, especially when it related to the Jets. What are they going to do? How are they going to attack this, that, the other? No, you were kind of hoping that it was done. You were wrong. Now, before we get into it, before I give you the details about this level of dysfunction, let me just say this. Did we really need an expose on the Jets to understand and for people to realize they were a tire fire? No. Of course not. No, I've been no, telling you not. that for years. Of yeah. course not. I didn't need this report to tell me that the Jets are an absolute tire fire. I knew this already. No, that's I knew. Here you just got the specificity of all the different ways that maybe you theorized. Maybe you had some bar bets <sighs> with friends. Maybe you had long conversations uh, talking up to uh, whatever deity uh, you turned your attention to. Say, why me? Why this team? Why wasn't I a Giants fan? All of the things I know you do from time. Maybe look it up. That's where what happened to your neck. It's really not a pillow. Uh, it was more looking for divine intervention of the tire fire that the Jets are. I mean, I didn't need. I didn't need this. Certainly, this reinforces it. But did I? If you said, "Hey, are the Jets a dumpster fire?" Absolutely, one hundred percent. We have an article and, and a column coming on the Athletic that's going to. Yeah, no, no, I don't need any of that. I know they're a dumpster fire. I did that. Okay, you're giving. Just give me more ammunition for you to say yes. The Jets are a dumpster fire. Well, this oh, is where it gets the the obsessive part of it. Is that or excessive? I think is the better word. Uh, Thirty sources. 30. Not 30 one or two people sources. to corroborate. No, no, Everybody no, no, no. line it up. Oh, 30. yeah. You know, when uh, when you're done, uh, tell Diana to give me a call. <laughs> she hasn't called me yet. She will. She's got a lot of people to get to, okay? She's still transcribing the hour and a half conversation we had. You Di- know, about that one thing from week six. Hey, guys, Diana, Rossini, Diana Rossini <laughs> will get to you. She will. Don't worry. She will call you. It's okay. Here are some of the highlights or lowlights of this athletic report, this expose on what life was like with the Jets in the Aaron Rodgers year, even though he was hurt and just, you know, played five snaps. Um, As far as Aaron Rodgers and Zach Wilson go, their relationship was good. And then when Aaron Rodgers got hurt, Zach Wilson said it was not there. There was no relationship that the relationship deteriorated. They didn't have any. Wilson was also upset and the team couldn't understand why Nathaniel Hackett, the Jets offensive coordinator, didn't adapt the offense to fit what Zach Wilson does well because you know, look, it was built to be around Aaron Rodgers and that's great, but when Aaron Rodgers is out, you kind of have to build it around what your quarterback does and they didn't adapt to it. And this is one reason why Zach Wilson stunk because well, this is an offense made for Aaron Rodgers. You know it's not Aaron Rodgers. It's not like every Every week you're showing up at the game on Sunday going, oh, it's Zach again, but I prepared for Aaron Rodgers. You knew he was out. And still Nathaniel Hackett did not adapt the game plan for Zach Wilson, and this was what forced the Jets uh, into a season that was just miserable. And then you get to Robert Sala. 
the Jets head coach, who was so upset about leaks getting out to the media about Zach Wilson, who was benched and then was reinserted as the starter and then was sat down again, was so upset about whatever leaks were coming out of the Jets, he got to the point where he was going to ask for everybody's phone. He was going to ask for his assistant's phones, who they all say were very bemused by the fact, you're going to ask me for my phone? Seriously? More on Sala, who wanted some sort of of guarantee from Joe Douglas or Woody Johnson, some vote of confidence that he's the guy for 2024, which he did not get. And that publicly, while he supported Zach Wilson as the Jets quarterback, privately, he ripped Zach Wilson, ripped the offense, said it was the receiver's fault, the offensive line's fault, the quarterback's fault, and it would be a miracle if they won eight games with Zach Wilson. Well, he's really kind of echoing everything we said outward. Oh, my goodness. My, th- this, is, this is the Jets. You would say this to me, and I would say, yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, but that's, wait, nah. You're not surprised? No, I'm not surprised. This is is Rex, did Rex Ryan come back and take charge? This, this is how they do things. Uh, first of all, let's deal with the, with the Zach Wilson part of it before we get to Robert Sala. This is where I'm going to zig instead of zagging because I haven't had a lot of sympathy for Zach Wilson because it is, it is, a, it is a, perform, a performance league, the NFL. You play well or you're out. And I want to win. I wanted Zach Wilson to be good, but he wasn't good with this offense. Why? He was overdrafted, but also, what have we said for two years? The Jets have to put him in a position to succeed. Yep. And they're, not do- they're trying to fit him into an offense that doesn't take advantage of his skills because Robert Sala is not a good offensive coach. And Nathaniel Hackett only knows one way to program a team, and that's for Aaron Rodgers. So the Jets did him absolutely no favors, and things might have been different for Zach Wilson if the Jets put him in an offense and took advantage of what he did well, getting outside the pocket, making throws across the field, using that strong arm to make throws that maybe three or four guys in the NFL could make. No, but they don't do that for him. So as much as you want to say Zach Wilson, yeah, now I have some sympathy for him because for three years I've told you the Jets have screwed him up. They've screwed it up, and it would not surprise me if he goes to another team. He'll stay with another team. Another team will pick him up as a backup. And if at some point he winds up starting and he and he, and he breeds some sort of success because the next team that gets him is going to be a little bit smarter when they're going to say, well, we're going to sign Zach Wilson because we think he can do pretty well in the offense that we have. He's our backup, but you never know. Maybe our, our starting quarterback isn't good or he gets hurt because that happens. Look, like 60 guys start games in the NFL now year to year. So it would not surprise me if Zach Wilson went to another team and actually played okay because the other team actually knows what they're doing offensively. This this is why I have a little bit of sympathy for Zach Wilson now. I didn't have it before, but I have it because I know the Jets really screwed him by not putting him in a position to succeed. They put him in a position to fail. And that's that's the Jets. And that's part of the tire fire. That's the Jets. Well, and now you'll get Mac Jones to come in and uh, take up that tire. I told you last night we're getting Mac Jones. You know we're getting Mac Jones. You know we're getting Mac Jones. It has been preordained. You know, he, will, he will move over to your squad. <laughs> how, weird, how weird is that story from yesterday that Mac Jones wanted to credit the Jets with how they handled the Zach Wilson situation, and then we get this story today about how awful things have been. Well, no, but it's funny. <laughs> it, it, look, it goes right back to what we were just talking about with the Bucks and how you know the, the great, I guess, nature analogy is always the, uh, a duck, right, that looks like it's all tranquil and peaceful above the water, and then you look underneath – and it's swimming its ass off. Right? Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. And it's working hard and, and whatever. So same thing with the Bucks, right? A lot of discord and obviously malcontentedness related to how the offense was rolling and Dame Lillard's 
um, acclimation to it. And then defensively, look, you made a deal to bring in Dame Lillard, so you weren't going to be the same squad uh, defensively that you were. But all of that to say, you know, you, you can cover up some of it. And so for Zach Wilson, since he was in it, he saw how the sausage was being made there. The Jets, at least outwardly, made it look like they were uh, swimming nice and easily. Oh, yeah. Look, hey, everything, everything's awesome. We're good, man. We're good. Everything looks great. Now you see how the sausage is made. Well, uh, reports it's all, a little bit difficult. Right, yes. The reports all year was that Aaron was a good mentor to, uh, to Zach Wilson. And that, you know, and, and he sold it as best he could. Might have a career in acting. I mean, look, part of it, as far as that goes, Zach Wilson has to understand, okay, Aaron Rodgers will help you, but he's not going to hold your hand. I mean, I know you expect to be your mentor, and he helped you during the preseason a lot when he was there, but he's off rehabbing his Achilles trying to come back. I mean, some point you got to be a big boy and understand, okay, i got to get this done. No, absolutely. So that part of it, that part of it I, I, don't, I don't feel bad for Zach Wilson. You, hey, dude, you're a quarterback in the NFL, man. This is not JV football, and, you know, the varsity quarterback is, is showing you yeah. how to do things and, and, and working out with you and taking you under his yeah, wing. Yeah, the, the only hard part to that, Jason, is if Rodgers is going completely out of the picture, you know, doing his McAfee stuff and whatever, whatever else was going on is that he's the only guy that communicated and succeeded at any level with Hackett. So you're not getting the cheat code to understanding how to communicate with Hackett to make this work. And don't forget a lot of the Rogers success had nothing to do with Hackett and had everything to do with Rogers ability to improvise, you know, lest we forget that part of the equation, but you know, just from the quarterback's standpoint, I mean, you're doomed to fail because you're, you're bringing it back. Just like we talked about the Cowboys. So, you know, we, we already had put the jets on the, you can't pick them list. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. You can't. After you this, can't. after you this, can't. I just picked them for more headlines. Dude, let, let me tell you, cause this gets into the bigger part of things is Robert Sala. All of this dysfunction falls on his plate. This is a function of the head coach to make sure that this doesn't become a thing. It's a function of the head coach to not be someone that says, hey, the offense is killing us, but look, my defense has been great. He's a glorified defensive coordinator. I've told you for two years, he is not up for this. He's not up for this. The job of being the Jets head coach is way too much for him, and he needs something else. He needs to be, if he's going to be a head coach, he's got to be a head coach someplace else where he's off the radar because this is too much he wanted to be a star i'm doing the commercials brushing my teeth when we're playing on when we're playing a game we're doing well i'm jumping around like i'm a player and when we're not doing well i'm sullen and i'm and i'm sulky on the sideline which is a horrible message to send to your team but robert Sala is just not up to it he's not up to this job he's not and he hasn't been because he hasn't won games his team winds up playing flat the way more often than most teams do during a season you get games where one or two times a year a team comes out flat in the game yeah i get it that happens a couple of times the jets have like seven or eight games why are you out flat in this game? Just because they are. Robert Sala can't get this done. And my, my, the only the only silver lining I have here is that maybe that Woody Johnson goes, man, it's that bad. We got to get somebody else in here because clearly it doesn't look like Robert Sala has the the backing of everybody in the locker room and everybody loves it. You talk about this dysfunction. Yeah. Thirty people went on record to talk about this, and Robert Sala was the guy that it was mainly about how he was paranoid and he wanted a vote of confidence. And I'm going to take coaches' phones. What what is he a parent? 
parent, hey, if you start hanging out with that kid who skips school and smokes cigarettes, I'm taking your phone from you. You're losing your phone for an hour. I mean, what, what are you doing? These are grown-ass men, and you're saying, oh, i got to find out who the leaker is. You are not up for this job. I would take Bill Belichick and his 70-mile-an-hour fastball because he's lost his fastball is what I mean. I take that over Robert Sala right now. I take Steve Belichick and his mullet as the head coach over Robert Sala right now because I can't get excited that going into next year, Sala's going to be the guy because we've talked about it the last few days. The two most important people in your franchise, the head coach and the quarterback. Do the Jets have the quarterback? Yeah, they have the quarterback. Do they have the head coach? They don't. And they, and they don't to the point where it's a bunch of dysfunction and Aaron Rodgers is kind of where he's at in Green Bay now, man, where, where it took him a decade to get to a point where, hey, look, Aaron Rodgers is, uh, is got to get out because of all the drama. Well, look where it's been after one year. After one year! This is it with Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, the Jets need a new head coach. They've needed one for a while, and I can't get excited they're going to turn the corner unless you they will, make though. that change. You will. No, but it's just I like the, know, the hack it into Sean Payton move. What did they do? What's the common element? It's Russell Wilson. It's all got to be on Russell Wilson. Same thing here. Aaron Rodgers, retirement, malcontent in Green Bay. Jordan Love did just fine. Jets comes to the Jets, and while they've you know always been bad, uh, they're that much worse. And yeah, he got hurt and wasn't even around, and they got that much worse. Jason, you've seen how the Jets sausage is made, and yet you're going to go back like it's nobody's business. Well, no, he, look, once you're a Jet, you're always a Jet until the end of time. Uh, but I just posted on Twitter at Swollen Dome. Uh, in the vein of the chaos with the Jets, what would the WWE inspired walkout music be for Bill Belichick as he displaces Robert Sala? Hmm. Oh, oh, back in the New York roof because he'd be coming back after 20 years of leaving. You're Ace Freely with a fistful of dollars. Ben, and I'm ben, back. Ben, back in the New York groove. I'm back. And the crowd is going crazy, and Belichick walks out in the cutoff Jets hoodie and green shorts saying, "I my heart was always here. My heart was always here, man. It always was. I love you. I love you. That would be the music. 100%. There you go. I am your champion. <laughs> uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live at the studio. I was telling you, the Jets need it. Maybe this will push it because they need it because he's the guy in charge of setting the culture. And look, look at what a mess the Jets are. You thought Rodgers had it all covered. Everything was great. No, the Jets are still a mess, still a tire fire because Jets. Five snaps. Uh, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon live from the TireRack.com studio. So, yes, the Knicks now within a game of second place in Yay. the East. Here come the Knicks are like Pac-Man. We're eating all the dots. We're eating them up, Mike Harmon. Uh, but coming up next, evidence that the NBA must listen to our show because a big change is coming to the NBA draft this year. What is it? You'll find out next. Jason and Mike, this is Fox. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon weekdays at 10 p.m. Eastern, 7 p.m. Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with my best friend, Mike Harmon. Alex Teich just learning who Fleetwood Mac was. Wow, Fleetwood I'm Mac. such a fan. Wow, look at all of this. Now, did Fleet come before the Mac, Jason? Uh, actually, because the name of the guy who started the band was Mick Fleetwood. Oh. They called the thing Fleetwood Mac. Oh, I like that. Later got the nickname of Monster. If you, if you want to know the history of Fleetwood Mac, watch Daisy Jones and the Six. You know what? That's six? pretty good. Watch Daisy Jones and the Six. I'll tell you, the book was phenomenal. And I just we just finished binging because uh, Zoe wanted to watch because you know all, all her bands are all seventies bands and everything and she wanted to watch it and I was like I couldn't wait to listen to the music because reading this book they made the album that they talk about was just this huge seventies def, defining album and I'm like how are you going to make this music sound good like that how are you going to make uh, an album how are you going to make music for this show that is that that shows you what a great album of the seventies was, and they pulled it off. I bought the CD like right away. I'm like, Oh my God, these songs are great. I'm buying the CD Daisy Jones of the set, but that's it. You can't go down that road without making it a, uh, a top notch soundtrack and album. Way to outdate I'll, yourself guys. I'll tell you, it is, you, you could, you couldn't, you couldn't have just generic songs. You had to have good, and a lot of them do sound like Fleetwood Mac. One sounds like The Chain, one sounds like Tusk, but still, it's great music. I'm like, I listen to CD all the time in my car. I'm like, I listen to Daisy Jones, listen to actors singing songs in my car. That's Jason, they had CDs in the 70s? Uh, well, I, I, I bought the CD, and it was, you know, they do have CDs. It's albums that came out in the 70s, Frostburg. Yes, they do. Now I can explain to millennials what CDs are. That's not right, true. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that. No, I think We're I back do. into hard media. I think I think I think I do. Even though CDs Cassette, are starting to come back a little bit, cassettes yeah. and CDs and, and yeah. vinyl certainly vinyl oh. is a big deal. And if you got an album coming out and it happens to coincide with when Taylor's going to do a new Taylor's version, the Taylor Swift thing, you end up making a lot, a lot of savings and 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 saving costs by by giving up some of the production time to her. Let me know when that so much. Tower Records opens again, okay? <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> hey, CDs are on the way back. I wanted to buy something retro and I gave the CD to Zoe. It was kind of, you know, of course I burned it. I burned CDs like it's 2003. How dare you? It's 2003 I burned a CD. Uh, no, but I bought it so I could burn it. So I'm like, yeah, now I know suddenly I'm tracked back in 2003. Uh, Fox Sports Radio, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon. Hiring is hard. Express employment professionals makes it easy. Forget about posting jobs, sifting through resumes, being ghosted, interviews with unqualified applicants. Move up to the pros with ExpressPros.com. Express is your full-service workforce solution, connecting you with top talent fast. With more than 40 years in the staffing business, Express helps thousands of companies find great team players each year, and they can help you too. Go to ExpressPros.com to find the location near you. That's ExpressPros.com. 
we know that this show is listened to, and we know this show is listened to by people that don't want to say, hey, I listen to the show because, you know, you see ideas that are taken and on the air everywhere the next day. But this may be proof the NBA listens to our show. What have we said for the longest time? Why does the NBA not take advantage of the calendar? Why do they not have the... NBA draft lottery on its own night when there's no games. Why are they jamming it in between two halves of a doubleheader during the playoffs, right? Why is the draft one night? Well, now the NBA is starting to fix that because the big news today, the NBA draft, starting with this year's NBA draft, will be a two-night event. First round, Wednesday, June 26th. Second round, Thursday, June 27th. So that's how it's going to be broken up. Five minutes between picks for the first round. uh, Four minutes between picks in the second round, likely because, you know, we want to sell advertising and all that. So instead of two minutes between picks, you get four minutes. So five between picks in the first round, four minutes in the second round. And this is how the draft is going to go. Now, look, this is is a a, a no-brainer. This is an absolute no-brainer. I can't believe it took the NBA this long because even if it's the second round and you're talking about a lot of players that people don't know, developmental players, there's going to be some guys taking some NCAA tournament heroes that you recognize, and it's going to be fun. But all that being said, Mike, I, I, I kind of feel like the second night needs to have something else. You can't just come at me with it's the second round of the, of the NBA draft. Right, because it's not, it's not, a, it's not. Big, it, it needs to be a little bit bigger than the first round. The N, the NFL, hey, we're doing round one, then rounds two and three. They're all starters. The NFL draft is its own animal. But I feel like you know, doing this, it's a great idea. Now they moved it, but I feel like the second round needs something else. That's that's a big stake to it. In addition to it just being the second round of the draft. Well, I think you just have to ring a bell when free agency starts. <laughs> <laughs> We're in the middle of the second what, round of the big no, cowbell. Adam Silver just walks across the stage with a cowbell going, okay, free agency's begun, everybody. Free and, agency's and, and begun. And we've got cameras in the homes or on the persons. <laughs> you're being tracked like you're on cops. <laughs> uh, and and we're, we're stalking you. I just, he's walking across with a big cowbell going, okay, everybody. Okay, Coach comes okay. running out and tackles him. <laughs> We wanted to get to you first and have the first conversation in this legal, ta- you know, tampering or free agent era. Let's go. Oh, and maybe that's what it is. You don't know when free agency is going to begin, but it's sometime during the second round. So teams want to make their picks so they get a guy before they have to know, hey, we're going to go fill this position in free agency. Yeah, all of a sudden uh, an alarm sounds, I don't know, like the purge or something. <laughs> and it's game on. <laughs> yeah, I mean... <laughs> We've said it forever with the uh, two, two, two round, two day draft to, to open it up for more of the hey, meet these players, get to know and love these players, and now you know you, you get to branch back into teams' needs and all that fun stuff on a larger scale. I thought I heard a seal. You guys hear that? <laughs> that was, I did a great sound effect for the purge siren right there. Stop. That was a purge siren. No sirens. My siren was pretty good. No sirens. No sirens. You tell me you wanted more cowbell. More cowbell. You wanted more cowbell. Coming up next, we got a big story out of the NFL. This is Fox Sports Radio. At Bed Three Six Five, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play—from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.